0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Two Guys and a Mic. I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Dan.
0: And uh, today we are doing part two of the ex-Jehovah's Witnesses apostates.
1: <laughs> apostates? Had to add the exclamation
0: point in there. Before we start, though, I want to say that uh, next week we're going to be having a kind of a interesting show. We're going to have Reverend Dylan Elstock from the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. He's going to be on and uh after that the next week we're going to April 15th I believe it is yep. we're going to be having Elder Bob Corshane, Corshane from Meadowbrook Church in Howard Wisconsin yep so just uh that's a, just a few announcements for you so um
1: we've got go Ju- ahead. we got Julie from Wisconsin hi Julie hello this is uh the, the what? Yep, the website you're uh, attached to is forjehovah.org. You you uh, help Je- um, when Jehovah's Witnesses leave the uh, organization. You help them get back on their feet and and show that they're they're yeah. they're good people, right? You want to talk about that a little bit?
2: Yep. Yep. Oh, well, um, Christy Darlington. That's her website. I'm um, one of several on there that um, help uh, see, being on hand to answer questions. Sometimes it's a relative that is dealing with the Jehovah's Witness, so we talk with them. Um, sometimes, yes, it's a transitioning uh, witness, someone who's leaving the organization and going through a hard time. They, they want answers, they want uh, someone to talk to, so we're there for that. But um, even someone who doesn't call in or write in the, the website itself, um has lots of information for, um, you know, typical questions that, that people have. So, yeah, it's a good website. And um, Bob also, who's on, um, has a website. There's a lot of helpful websites out there uh, to help ex-witnesses and family members to understand their loved one who joins. So we're living in a good time for that.
1: Yes, we are. And you mentioned Bob. Hello, Bob. How are you doing today?
3: Just, okay, I'm doing well. Just had to unmute my mic there.
1: Okay, and now you're in uh, New Hampshire, I take it?
3: I'm actually, I'm just across the border from New Hampshire. I am in Kittery, Maine.
1: All right, nice to meet you. And, Bob, you've got an interesting background. Why don't you tell us about your experience with the Jehovah's Witnesses?
3: Yeah, I first got involved with the Witnesses in 1993. I was baptized in 1974, right before Armageddon was supposed to come.
4: <laughs>
1: um,
3: I I started my journey out in late 93. Um, I served as an elder for 10 years. the First five years, I was an elder. I was a regular pioneer, which at that time meant I was dedic I was uh, dedicated to do a thousand hours a year of going door to door and doing Bible studies. Um, like I said, I stepped down from being an elder in 1995. I started my website, which is docbob.org, in uh, late 1995, and uh, why I remember Christy Darlington when she was just a kid. Uh, She first wrote wrote that book, uh, Yes, You Should Believe in the Trinity, which was an awesome book. Um, For the past 20 years, um, I've been attending the Witnesses Now for Jesus conferences in New Ringgold, Pennsylvania. Uh, We have a website, too. It's WNFJ, like Witnesses Now for Jesus, WNFJ-V2.com. And uh, last year we had a conference in Missouri along with our one in Pennsylvania. And the end of this month, we will do one in Sacramento, California. And July, we'll have another one in Missouri. And the beginning of October we will do our fortieth anniversary Witnesses Now for Jesus in New Ringo, Pennsylvania. Nice. And if all goes well in if all goes well in two thousand nineteen, early in the year we'll have one in Florida and we're also working on one in the UK.
1: Wow. Interesting. Very interesting. Now now Bob you, you mentioned yeah. you, you were an elder and you stepped away from being an elder. What was your reasoning why you stepped away?
3: Well, um, wow, there's a lot that goes into that. Um, Most of it involves divine appointments, Um, basically God putting all the right people in the right place at the right time with the right words. Um, But I'd begun to notice as an elder that um, we weren't really raising up spiritual people we were raising up what I like to call organizational worker bees.
1: Right, right.
3: And by, by spiritual people, I mean you know people that could read their Bible, get where it's coming from, and be able to make good life decisions based on what they knew from the Bible. And it, it really distressed me, being an elder, that a lot of people just wanted the elders to tell them what to do. Uh, Oh, Brother Gray, should I, you know, go on vacation to Florida or Alaska this year? You know, it's like (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, I really don't care where you go.
1: (laughs) Right, right.
3: But uh, I began to notice that. And and the other thing that kind of fit into that was I realized that more and more of the training I was getting as an elder was more geared toward protecting the Watchtower Society's assets than it was about really helping people. Mm Mm-hmm. And whenever it kind of came down to the interests of the organization versus the interests of the people, uh, the organization always came first. And I went through quite a period of trying to analyze whether this was something that was just local to my congregation or was was it systemic. And about that time I started running into people. uh, We're talking uh, late 1993 now. uh, So we didn't have the Internet quite as we know it today, but I ran into some ex-witnesses on AOL and very quickly became involved in the apostate community there. And then I stepped <laughs> on from being an elder. I kind of faded away. Um, came to Christ a couple years later, wrote a letter back to my old witness friends. I was invited to appear before the elders to face charges of apostasy. Uh, I sent them another big, long legal letter and haven't heard from them since December of nineteen ninety nine.
1: Wow,
3: what
0: is what is the punishment for? Uh, you said they put you on basically on trial. What's what what was your punishment? Just shunning. Yeah. Was that your punishment?
3: Well, no. I wrote them a big long legal letter. Actually, both the letters I wrote are on my website at docbob dot org. Uh-huh. Um, the first one was basically just my testimony why I why why I left and where I was at then. And the second one was a big, long legal letter that basically stopped the judicial action. Uh, I knew from being an elder that any mention of legal action against the local congregation or the Watchtower Society meant that, that a copy of that letter would go directly to headquarters, which were in Brooklyn at the time. And I had written the letter some two years before that because I knew I would needed something like that that at some point it would come to a judicial situation. And so several other people used my letter before I used my letter. And in every case, it stopped the judicial committee. And, you know, so for me, I was never actually disfellowshipped. But as soon as I sent the legal letter, well as soon as I sent the first letter, uh, the shunning began. And I, I will still go to the Panera Bread in Portsmouth, New Hampshire, just across the river because a lot of my old witness friends take a coffee break there when they're out in service. So I show up over there from time to time because, because I know they're like really concerned about how I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Are you,
0: are are you uh, uh, some sort of, when you, when you left the Jehovah's witnesses, uh, did you become a Christian or are you with another church or did you become an atheist or like me? congratulations no no, no? no, no okay no,
3: no. <laughs> well, i was i was in a uh, baptist church to begin with now i'm in a family of churches called new frontiers
1: okay um let me
3: but yeah wait it was interesting when i got the call because when i sent the letter you know i knew i'd get a call and two days later sure enough i got a call from one of the elders and asking if i were disassociating myself and um I said, no, and that really puzzled them, and they said, well, why not? I said, well, I I never got anything in writing saying I was a member of anything. Why would I write something down saying that I quit? Right. And um, I didn't see anything in the Bible said I should do that. That's when they said, you know, they wanted to meet with me to face charges of apostasy. But I I had mentioned that in the letter that I was in a Baptist church, and he says, well, just the fact you've gone over to the Baptists is enough for us to announce you as disassociating yourself." And you know, I said, you know, I said, this really isn't about the Baptists; it's about Christ. And mm-hmm. he really didn't know what to say about that. So, yeah.
1: We got somebody from Denver, Colorado.
3: Well, uh, I bet I know who that is. Who is
1: that?
5: Yo- oh, hi. This is Karen. It's my first time joining. Oh,
1: okay. Oh, hi, Karen. Hi, Karen. Welcome to two oh. guys on the mic. Yeah.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Uh we Hey,
2: Julie.
1: <laughs> We're talking with Bob Gray, a former elder from the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, this, is, this is incredible, I mean, uh, for an ex-elder to be on here. Let, let me ask all three of you, now that we have three on the line, we got Karen, Julie, and Bob. Um, since leaving the Jehovah's Witnesses and uh, finding out the truth about the New World Translation, where it actually originated from, and now that you read your Bible... Has your eyes been opened to that fact? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Do you know about- I
2: was reading the New World- Go ahead. Well, with the New World Translation, I didn't realize how, you know, while I was a witness, you, you get used to a certain Bible translation, you know, you got your notes in there and everything. But trying to read that Bible after I left and then trying to read any Bible, I was still reading according to their um, interpretation of it. But, you know, then you begin to notice these differences like the, um, you know, the Spirit is in union with instead of indwelling. You know, that's a huge difference because the wording of that made me realize, like, as a witness, you know, you're always broken up into these two classes, the earthly class and the heavenly class, and I was just in union with the Spirit-anointed heavenly class, so, you know, it it just keeps, uh, the translation itself keeps you locked into the, the doctrine that they want you to follow.
1: Correct. Hey, um, Karen, uh, are you a current Jehovah's Witness or an ex-Jehovah's Witness?
5: (sighs) I'm an ex Jehovah Witness. I'm a born in okay. but never baptized. Yeah. So I for years I was physically out but mentally in.
1: All right. All right. Um Thanks. what made you leave the Jehovah's Witnesses?
5: What made me start I always I no, I was you know that's a good question. I was reflecting on that today. I think I always had doubts. And um some of the things that I always had doubts about was, because I think there's been like two different translations since I studied when I was a teenager. And I used to look at the older Bible, I mean, the, the Bible, I, the green, I think it was the black Bible, black cover Bible, or the green cover Bible. And some scriptures would have little dashes okay. instead of the scripture being there. Okay. And I remember asking the person that I studied with, why was that? And she went back to one of the elders. They said, well, that wasn't part of the original translation. But you would go to other Bibles, and they would be there.
6: Mm-hmm. But I
5: think what finally made me wake up was, um, I, I think the worst thing, the, the thing that made me wake up was, they go on our JW.org. Okay. And how it was so sub similar to what these preachers get for Christian the religions when they did that.
1: Okay. Um, and they started getting so
5: commercialized in a way.
1: Right, right. Now I th- we got a caller also from New Jersey. Is that April?
2: Yeah. Hi. How you doing?
1: Good. How are you doing, April? <laughs> hey. I'm
2: all right. Thanks.
1: Um, if you need to talk somebody, we got a. a a former elder bob gray from uh new hampshire on the line um also we still oh it's
2: okay okay it's so weird i'm listening to the show in one year and then you're talking off the air i guess (laughs) okay maybe it's just delayed
1: it's it's delayed a couple of seconds yes so weird and we got julie here again and uh we have, Hi. I
2: remember and Julie
1: and we got Carolyn or Karen, Karen from Denver, Colorado on the line. Um, one of the things I wanted to, uh, bring out is, uh, the four ex That's wit- weird <laughs> who Jason. Yeah, I know he's a little weird, but that's okay. We right. love I'm him gonna anyways. <laughs> or, or turn the volume down on there. And that way you can listen on the phone. Um, out of the four that are on line right now, um, who has read Crisis of Conscious from Raymond Franz i have, I did yep, Bob has how, how about you, Karen?
5: I've read half of it
1: that's a good start. And I
5: have, but I want to get the new one that came out, but that was an eye opener too, and another thing when to answer your question with finally wake up is when i after I went to the hall about. Three or four years ago, on a Sunday, and they were talking about Pernia. I went back a year ago on a Sunday, they were talking. <laughs> and I went back last week, and I wanted to see how they were going to talk about, uh, about giving your things to Jehovah. I just want to see what they were up to. I was just being nosy. I wanted to see what they were up to. And they were on their top hit again, Pernia. And i think, why are they so obsessed with sex? For people who don't want you to have sex.
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, I was uh going to bring out a uh, in uh, crisis crisis of conscience for those who are listening in Raymond Franz was a, uh, president of the Watchtower Bible and Tract Society. Um, when he started okay. when he started seeing that the,
3: things were not lining oh, up. Uh, What's that? Bob uh, Ray actually wasn't. His uncle Fred was. Okay, uh, Ray, Ray was a member of. Ray was a member of the governing body. Oh, the
1: governing body. okay.
3: Was, yes, his uncle Fred was president of the Watchtower Society for some years.
1: Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, what he says in here uh, on uh, in chapter seven, predictions and presumption, um, he says how uh, it said in the Watchtower how Jehovah God is the grand identifier of His true messengers. Um, any and he says that any false messengers that Jehovah God would expose them um, mm. which is uh incredible when you think about because of all the false prophecies that the jehovah 's witnesses had made now he mentions in here the way that the governing mean the governing body would uh cover up um, a false prophet prophecy is uh a lot of jehovah's witnesses know knows that in 1975, the world was supposed to come to an end, according to the Jehovah's Witnesses, their governing body. And when that didn't come true, um, uh, I think it was Brother Nor, he was called, um, had said, well, you know, uh, everyone's anticipating and excited, so it was a human error. But yet other religions, when they make a false prophecy, oh, they're false prophets. But they would not recognize their own Mm -hmm. false prophecies. Um, What did, uh, oh, we got another call from uh, Minnesota. Hello, Minnesota. How are you?
2: I'm doing well.
1: And who are we speaking with? First name only?
2: Grapevine Annie.
1: Grapevine Nanny?
2: Hi, Grapevine Annie. Annie, yep.
1: Grapevine Annie.
2: Grapevine, like Yep. Grape right here through the Grapevine Annie.
1: Uh-huh. Yep. That. That's
2: right. Okay.
1: So uh Bob, um you had to been uh in or I'm gonna ask everyone this. Who was in the organization at the time Raymond Franz resigned?
3: Yep, I remember it well.
1: <laughs> well Yeah, I was a kid, I remember. So uh I was.
2: When was that, when did that even happen?
3: It was um, 1983. I I had met Ray at a, uh, he spoke in Portland, Maine in 1979, and so it wasn't too long after that that he resigned from the governing body, and I think what it was, 1981, he was disfellowshipped.
2: Wow, I was born in 82, so I guess I just never, I never knew about that until really just recently. I think I heard little bits, you know, you hear little things, but... I had no idea about crisis of conscience or any of that until about eight or ten months ago. Yeah, I was baptized in 1974. So, yeah, I I heard all about the scandal via the watchtower,
6: though.
5: It's amazing how it It was so
6: bad. um,
5: That even that um, literally you couldn't even speak his name. Because I remember the talking in whispers and so on. I remember I heard the name Franz, and he said, You know, we're not even supposed to really even, you know, say his name. Right. I thought, Who is this Franz person? I thought he was the brother of Satan. You know, you being the kid, you don't know. But <laughs> then he could of find out that was an elder that he said was an elder that, that went apostate. Oh, right. That oh.
3: um, yeah, crisis of is not a book you'd want on your coffee table when the elders came over to visit.
2: Not exactly
3: I would now. <laughs> I would now. <laughs> I will
0: be. I will be sure. I will be. I will be. <laughs>
2: sh- Offer copied each one of them.
0: <laughs> I will be sure when uh, a Jehovah's Witness comes to my door, I'll, I will have Crisis of Conscience on my coffee table, because I just gave it to him. <laughs> and I'm also going to have uh, Christopher Hitchens' book, God Is Not Great.
1: And I will. You're, you're, we're spe- you're speaking with an atheist, so yes. that's. that's-
0: one of my favorite books, yeah. by the way. If you haven't Jason,
2: read... Is that Jason? Yes, it is. Okay. <clears throat> it's J- I'm sorry. What were your two names again? Jason and Matt?
1: Dan. Dan. Jason Dan. Dan.
2: Dan. I'm sorry.
0: Yes. Sorry.
1: Um, now, Karen and uh, Annie, is it? You got great Grapevine Annie. Grapevine yeah. Annie. I want to ask Karen and Grapevine Annie. <laughs> A- after leaving the Jehovah's Witnesses, have you... Uh, um, went to another denomination or maybe a non-denomination church?
2: Karen, you go ahead first.
5: Okay, um, I've been exploring. I just really allowed myself to explore. And so far, they've been like non-denominational churches.
0: Okay. The church, yeah. of the, the church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster is looking for converts also.
1: <laughs> That's an actual religion. We'll be yes, in. it is an actual religion. Yeah, we're uh, we're going to be interviewing
2: probably is, a yeah.
1: reverend next week.
0: From... Yes, we're having the reverend Dylan Elstock uh, here uh, next week. But it, the in, in, uh, according to the Flying Spaghetti Monster, let me just be real quick on this. He- uh, heaven, when you go to heaven in this religion, it's you go to heaven and there's beer volcanoes and stripper factories. And if you go to hell, if you go to hell, the the there are beer volcanoes, but there's it's stale beer, and the strippers
1: have STDs. No beer volcanoes.
5: <laughs>
1: and I guess, Alrighty, then. I, I guess I guess I guess <laughs> their their head pastor is sh I'm not positive on that. But no, that was
0: bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, I, w- I wanted
3: to ask you a question. Yes. Yes. Yeah, just real quick on the, on the Flying Spaghetti. Um, there was a court case up my way, I think it was in Massachusetts, where one of the uh, followers of the, the Church of the, the Flying Spaghetti, whatever, they're called Pastafarians, right?
0: Correct. Right.
3: One of the Pastafarians, I think it was in Massachusetts, went to court because one, they said that when they took their license picture for their driver's license, they wanted to have the colander on their head. Yes, and yes. They said it was religious. Alarm, <laughs> yes. And they actually <laughs> person had their driver's license take, picture taken with a, a colander on their head. Correct. Anyway, wow. You know, there's actually – Yeah,
2: anybody can start a religion, really. Yes, yeah, so
0: there's a poli- – actually, there's a politician. I, I can't – his name escapes me, but he is in – I believe it's in Texas. And he just got sworn in, and he had the colander on his head. I'll have to look that up. I can't remember his name.
1: We also we got a, another caller from Michigan. Hello, Michigan.
2: Hi, this is Maggie.
1: Hi, Maggie. Nice Hi, Maggie. to meet you. Hi. Hi,
2: Maggie. Yeah, I just came across you today. I was just looking up some XJW vids and saw you guys were live, so I thought I'd crash your show. There you go. Hey, Maggie, are
1: you an ex-Jehovah's <laughs> Witness?
2: Um. Well, I haven't been disfellowshipped, but I might as well be, because my whole family is shunning me now, so. anyway, I hear you. I guess I am. Uh, um,
1: uh, Welcome. Before we go on, um, Julie, if you can uh, uh, talk to, who's it, Maggie? Maggie. So right now we have Maggie, Annie, April, Karen, Bob, and Julie on the line. Maggie. Um, um, we have Julie here that is part of a, uh, um, an organization that helps ex-Jehovah's witnesses get on their feet. Uh, Julie, why don't you explain to her, uh, real quick, uh, what, what your, uh, what you do?
2: Well, you used a scary word there, organization.
1: Yeah, I, I <laughs> thought about <laughs> that after I said it, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: Uh, Oh, Maggie, I don't know, uh, you've been looking at videos and stumbled upon here. You've probably looked at a thousand websites already, am I right? Well, not websites, but I've watched thousands of videos, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, yeah, so I'm part of, there's a website out there for jehovah.org, which, again, that sounds a little triggering because it makes it sound like it's about Jehovah's Witnesses, but um that's a website. Since the JWs might look at it then if it does. If it right, sounds like that's it's true. true. <laughs> uh, they do end up doing that when we get nasty letters. But um, <laughs> that is a, a website out there that's, um, you know, in place to help people like yourselves that, you know, where do I go from here? What do I do? Um, and I'm part of that ministry team, just somebody to talk to, um, you know, information and just comfort. Uh, so that's one website out there. But with you going on the the videos i definitely have noticed that over the years like youtube has it seems to be the place where where you go now you know you can just watch video after video yeah i i started about 10 months ago and i haven't stopped just binge watching xjw videos Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's
1: we got the best one out there though right (laughs) it's um, yes,
2: interactive. Absolutely. Yep.
1: Hey, uh, we got a call from Austin, Texas also. Hello, Texas. Good afternoon. And who are we speaking Hello. with? Can you hear me? Yes, we can. We're, We're speaking to Ron. To Ron? Can you hear me? Yep. Is this Ron?
4: Yeah, Ron Strickland. Oh. I'm on a couple of uh, XJW groups. I'm an ex-witness, and uh, <laughs> I've been out since September of last year. Cool. And how have you been holding oh, up, cool. uh, Ron? The, <laughs> I'm all right. I'm, I'm doing good. I'm actually calling you from the hospital. Though. I, I,
6: oh,
4: I, no. I, I have leukemia. so uh,
5: it's you not, have it's your own, I mean, you,
4: you do videos. I do videos,
5: yeah. I know yeah, you I are. How, know I was, I've been missing you because I haven't seen you do any videos lately.
4: Hey, uh, can yeah. you take some time to... Go ahead. Ron? Hello? Yeah, Ron. I was just going
1: to ask you what
2: you're...
1: Uh, I just want to uh, say real quick, um, after leaving the Jehovah's Witnesses, I know a lot of ex-Jehovah's Witnesses actually now have a true relationship with God. I want to do something really quick. and I'm going to ask uh, Bob. Bob, are you there? Yep. Bob, I'm yeah, going to I want you to say a prayer for uh, uh, Rob right now, if you could.
3: Yep. It's Ron or Rob? Ron. R-O-N. Ron. Okay. Ron, you kept saying Rob. I'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Okay. Um, Father God, we we come to before you now for Ron. We uh, uh, we know that you're the great healer, and we pray that uh, you reach out your healing hands toward him. Uh, let your spirit flood him, and uh, we pray that, uh, uh, that you heal him of this leukemia, uh, whether by your own miraculous hand or through the doctors. We know that uh, you will get him through this, and uh, we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name.
1: Amen. 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 Thank Ron, Amen. A, thank you.
3: Ron, I happen to be
0: familiar with Austin, Texas, because I'm originally from Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh, okay. Yes, it's a great. It's a great. Uh, okay. Are you? Are you still? Yeah, I've been, we've been down here since. Since when? We've been down here since 2010.
4: Are you keeping Austin weird? <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping Austin weird. Me and, uh, just me and my wife. Who left the organization with me back in September, and then we have oh, three little ones: seven, oh, six, good. and uh, four. Have you?
5: You guys should look at his videos, Ron, Do you mind if I tell her what your handle is on? Go ahead.
4: YouTube. No oh, more middleman.
5: Yeah, no more middleman. Yeah, no they're are okay.
4: pretty, pretty
0: I'll put it in in the description below. Okay. <laughs> no more middleman. Yeah, I'll definitely check uh,
6: those out. Yeah.
0: The uh, reason
5: why Ron stood out to me so much because when I first saw him with his demeanor and stuff, he reminded me of one of my uncles that died when he was 23, the same mental okay. spirit, the same, you know, kind of hit you between the eyes, wizard that kind of sneaks up on you. And that's as I soon <laughs> heard his voice. I was like, I know this guy. or well, I feel like I know you.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been getting that a lot. The only reason I stopped, I slowed down on making the videos is because initially I wanted to... So, I make all those videos with my cell phone, and mm-hmm. I want to get better at editing them because I have no, uh, uh, I don't have the skill set yet, and I'm acquiring that. So, I just wanted to put out a better product. That's right. the only reason I had you. It's been about six Ron, weeks. I think go one. Yeah.
2: Ron, go ahead and do them with whatever you have because I really That's what I'm saying, this. yeah. Me too. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm in bed that's right. what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting to put out the perfect first video, and I've been waiting for months. So <laughs> don't do that.
4: Okay. <laughs> um. We're, yeah. I, I watched that. Uh. I watched uh, someone inboxed me and asked me to do one on a broadcast, and I haven't watched a broadcast since last year. So uh, I saw John Peters. I think I saw his critique on it. I was like, John man, Cedars I want to do my. I wanted to do my version on it because he has his perspective and there were some things in there that I want to, I'm, I'm going to do it. I just, I literally this morning, I got, uh, sometimes my leukemia flares up. I was out on the streets yesterday with the wife and kids and this morning I had to bring me up here, so, uh,
2: if you don't mind me asking, how long have you been sick?
4: Uh, 2012. Got diagnosed with see, it's called chronic myeloid leukemia. I got diagnosed in. It was in 2012. It's chronic myeloid leukemia. Oh, 2012. Okay.
1: Yeah. okay. Okay. Um, Ron, how how long were you uh, so, Jehovah's Witness? Uh, from the age of two, and I'm 45 now. 32 to 45, you said? Oh, so I, I got baptized
4: in 1989. Now. Oh, okay. Um. No I was a regular pioneer ministerial servant, uh at a young age. I was averaging uh special partner hours. I grew up in Chicago, uh was fast track towards Bethel, but uh saw a bunch of things that were happening amongst the congregation that I uh it wasn't a it wasn't a doctrinal thing back then, it was just so much hypocrisy I was seeing with the other body and uh, the things that was going on as a teenager. I was like, man, this is messed up. So I I got in trouble myself because I saw so much stupid stuff that I was like, man, I'm the only one that ain't doing stuff. And, uh, How could you
2: not get in trouble, I mean, really?
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's and just I, whether I, they
2: find out about it. That's all.
4: I'm going to tell them myself. No, um, and, uh, I mean, here. every
2: little tiny thing is a sin, you know? I mean, like, you know, you breathe wrong, and you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Sorry, go ahead.
0: That's why being cool. an atheist is so but awesome. Say, uh,
2: <laughs> it is. It is. That's what I'm saying.
4: Nah. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not an atheist, but I have nothing against. If somebody's agnostic or atheist, especially guys are coming through this organization, I totally get it. Yeah, like, well, I you you, you know you have that atheist.
2: I don't. You know, I don't say.
0: You know you have that atheist experience of Austin there with Matt Dillahunty. Oh,
4: I watch him <laughs> constantly. He, I love Matt Dillahunty. Yeah. No, I, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. So, so he the so, an ex-widow. No, he's an ex-Southern no,
0: Baptist. He's an ex-Southern no. Baptist.
2: Yeah. Baptist.
0: Yeah. Same as me. Oh, okay. <laughs> You mean he's ugly? Oh, yeah. Is he ugly too? Yes, I was uh in Southern Baptist in Corpus Christi, Texas. Uh I don't know, Bob, if you've ever heard of uh, Lester Roloff. Uh no I don't. No. I haven't. No?
1: Okay. Um
4: uh, no, I haven't heard of. Him.
1: Now, Ron, uh what what made you leave the Jehovah's Witnesses? You were disfellowshipped, I know that. Um what was the reasoning for the disfellowship
4: Man, it's crazy. So last year, uh, I wrote a whole other thing and went, I posted it, but so last year, actually January of last year, I was in the hospital because uh, I qualified for hospice two years ago. Okay. But um. I guess, I don't know if you're I an you APC, I believe it, but
5: by grace,
4: God, I'm here. So, <laughs>
2: But,
4: uh... Well, I, I, I don't hospital. know no, there's one. let me... I'll tell you. I'll tell you what happened. So, last year, I get out of the hospital, and, uh... Wanna, and I just want y'all to know, just in case I have to hang up, it's because I'm down in the ER right now. And, uh, if a doctor comes in, either you hear me just not say anything for a minute, so I can talk to them, and then I can come back to the call. But, uh... So I was in the hospital last year and uh, got out, and I wanted to. This was like the last week of January, and I wanted to participate uh, in, in the field service when once I got out. Okay. Because when I'm not in the hospital, I look totally normal. Like if you saw a picture of me, I'm six six, three fifty, and I look like I can still, you know play professional football if I wanted to. But, uh, so I get out the hospital, and I, I was working for uh, – I was I was working, and I had a coworker, and I was like, okay, so the way my leukemia affects me is that I don't have the stamina I used to have. So I can still go out to the gym and still bench 300 pounds or whatever, but my stamina goes down, so I can't go and do street with' like, witnesses normally do. So I like I, I, I was real good at informal witness. So I talked to one of my coworkers and was like, Man, I wanna, you know, I would like to you know invite you to this event we have at the memorial. And he's like, dude, I knew something was different with you. You want them Joe's witnesses. And I was like, Yeah. And he's like, well, there's things about that organization that you don't know that if you did know, knowing the kind of guy you is, you wouldn't be part of it. And I was like, what you talking about? So he, he was married with five kids, and he told me his wife had been interested in the organization, and she was going to start studying. So he did what a responsible person should do, is he started researching it. And he found out about the Australian Royal Commission, he started finding out about the investments that... Uh, you know, that the Washington Bible tract Society is invested in. And he uh, disclosed all that to me, and I didn't believe him. I thought he was lying, and I did the typical shut it down. You know, you sound like, even though he wasn't with us, i like, my brain thinking he's talking about apostate stuff. So for a couple of days, I sat on that, but I was like, I know this guy. And he's the same guy. You know what I'm saying? He's not somebody who's just gonna be saying it's just to be you know, dogging somebody out. So I um man, I went online and then what I did initially is I Googled the Australian World mission platform. Not uh I didn't go on YouTube or nothing. I just wanted to see if the entity existed. And I found out it exists and I find out why they exist, you know, to uh to make sure that uh, religious entities in, in, that's working in in Australia uh, have a good protocol in regards to how they deal with, you know, child safety, pedophilia, and all that stuff. And so th- then I went to JW.org, and I couldn't find anything, no matches, nothing, on Australia Royal Commission. I was like, well, I know the entity is this. Why isn't it on, this, you know, on, J- on JW.org? Because that was when all the stuff was going on with Russia. You know, so I went to the legal department. I went, I, I went through the whole site. Couldn't find nothing on the Australian Rose Well, that's kind and of uh, kind of
1: like dealing with the DMV.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Without the calendar. Right, so, so I, so, correct. So then I was like, okay, I know it exists. So I was like, I don't want to look through the spin of a apostate though. I didn't want to, you know, go on an apostate website. So uh, I can't tell you what my profession was, but I had the ability to contact somebody who could make a phone call for me and contact them directly. And they did. They made this connection for me, and I got something that wasn't supposed to happen. They gave me the material, you know, to let me look at it and see that it was, you know, in existence. I was like, wow, you know, this is crazy. I thought the Jeffrey Jackson. Uh, portion of the hearing. And then I saw that, uh, what's her name, Monica Applewhite? You know, the uh, person that was, she, I guess she's a researcher or attorney, that uh, mm-hmm. she tried to, to uh, represent us in regards to our two person rule and all that stuff. And I saw her get massacred. <laughs> <laughs>
6: so,
4: <laughs> now, I understand, I'm married. I'm married with. Three kids. I got six kids total. Not, I got a 19 year old, 18 year old, 16 year old, who no longer, who don't live with me. They live with my first wife, and I've got my younger ones too. So I'm sitting here, I'm like, dang, because everybody knows I'm real protective of my kids, and my older three were raised in an organization. So I'm like, dang, why in the world does they, you know, why isn't everybody talking about this? This ain't making especially after seeing the Jeffrey Jackson portion. Like, I ain't heard nothing about this. No one's, you know, this ain't even something I've heard as a rumor amongst witnesses or anything. And uh, so I sat on it. It hurt, like, a ton of bricks. Like, I was hurt. And uh, for two months, I just started doing digging. I started doing the research. I found out about the U.N. crash. I found out about the... Investments with Halliburton, with uh, Cinemax, all that junk. And I'm like, and then at the meeting, I'm also, they had a, two of the Watchtower that was eating me up because they had the one that discussed the baptismal question. And what else was the other one? Uh, the baptismal question was one thing that got to me that was off and didn't make no sense. And I'm trying to think about the point. I'm morphing now, so my brain is kind of out of it, to be honest. But anyway, um, I didn't tell my wife, and my wife had only been baptized for a year and a half at that time. Okay.
0: So, yeah. <laughs> now the un- <laughs> un- unreluctant. Yeah, the un- and I not The the uh, uh, The has a question, I believe, for Ron. It says, "Ask him if you if, uh, ask him if you could, if people were talking about it in the secret." groups.
4: In a secret group.
0: Right. What? He says what? I he, he says mm-hmm. I uncovered a massive meeting with uh Watchtower and the O. S. C. E. in November two thousand seventeen. He you know, it's on my channel, they're still up to their neck in it with the United Nations through the back door.
4: I don't know. I don't know what that means. Oh uh, no, but so okay, let them reluctant now that... What I'm talking about occurred back in, okay, so I initially heard about it in January. By February, and March was when I was doing my research. So everything after I initially found out that, that the Australian War Commission was, was genuine, all that happened in February, and March. So anything that happened in November, I wouldn't have been aware of it yet. I didn't, like I said, I didn't actually get the fellowship until. September 12th of 2017. Well, but, let, let, um, before you uh, go on, uh, Ron,
1: um, one thing I want to remind all our uh, listeners and also the ones who are in this room if you want us to do another Jehovah's Witness uh, show or ex Jehovah's Witness show in the future, um, we need you to su- subscribe to our channel. That way you will get a uh, a message on your phone or your computer uh, it's letting you know when the next show is going to be and what it's about. Also, you can message us. And also, uh, one thing uh, I want all all seven of you that are online right now, give a big shout out to The Unreluctant. He's from the UK. He's in the UK right now. And everyone say hi to... Yeah. Everyone say hi to him. <laughs>
0: Everybody there? Okay.
1: Okay. Back <laughs> okay, here we are. No, we're yeah. back. I'll be back. Can you, back. Can, wait, you wait, wait. can you hear back. us? Can you hear us? Can you hear
0: us? I don't know what happened. We're we, back we're back. Back. Yes, oh, yes, we're back. Yeah. I, we were like, all okay. going to hang yeah. up no. but, uh,
2: and call back.
0: I, okay. Well, yeah, if you can call back. Uh, we've been having a problem. Sometimes uh, uh, it will just hang up for some reason. We'll hang us call up. Back in. Can you hear
2: me? Okay, yes,
0: we can hear you. I'm sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, that's weird. Okay, okay. Um, I had a question. That's
2: okay, should we hang up and call back? Or no, call no, no, me?
0: no. You're can, good we now. You. now. We you're can hear you. We're good. Um, Bob, oh, okay. I, had, I, had a, I had a question. <laughs> I had a question for Bob. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Being that you were uh, an elder, mm-hmm. were you privy? Yeah. Were you privy to some of the uh, secrets that uh, no one else knew about? I mean there's always um, there's always secrets yeah, well, <laughs>
3: especially, especially locally um the the elders had a uh, had their own little handbook that they were given, and That's actually the when, the when, when you step down from being in a bar to turn it back in uh-huh and mm-hmm. there are copies of it online, but a lot of it's their procedural stuff on handling judicial matters and one thing and another um it wasn 't a lot that I was privy to outside my own congregation. I mean, there was a lot going on in my own congregation that um, that i didn 't know about until I became an elder. Right. Uh, Ron brought up the whole thing of child molestation. Um, we had an elder in my congregation that stepped down, moved to a neighboring congregation, and you know I was thought it was something going on, but it was not, no big deal because he wasn 't announced as being or disfellowshipped or anything. And it was only years later when I became an elder, I found out he'd been molesting his own granddaughter. Oh, man. And they did exactly what the Catholic Church did. You know, he just stepped down from being an elder, and he moved to another congregation.
1: And became an elder uh, again, probably.
3: uh, No, no, he never was again. Um, And, um, you know, he's long since died. But, uh, you know, the thing was, we, we didn't have kids of our own. But we did have a foster kid in our house, mm-hmm. and nobody ever warned us about him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And so and so let, me say,
2: ministerial
4: servant. Oh. let me say this. Uh, I lived in Missouri too, and I I, I I remember we had more than one, and we knew the congregation I was in in Missouri. They literally, cause I, because I had my older three children. They were younger at the time, and uh, I had a best friend that was the elder. I was I've I've never been an elder because I I've never felt that another human should should uh, is qualified to judge another human in regards to because because each person's uh, experience is unique, and I can't sit in your shoes. I can't walk in your shoes. So I've never. When I've been approached about it, I've never, I'm not against the elder arrangement as far as someone else doing it, but now I am. But when I was in it, I was like, I can't personally take on that responsibility. So that's why I've never been the elder. Okay. But the reason why I'm bringing that up is when I was in Missouri, uh, I definitely remember more than once because of my size. I, I had the assignment to tell you how bad it is. I had the assignment of because our, our uh, Kino Hall had a basement, with the, that's where our second school was at, and that's where the uh, they had an apartment for the COs and their wives and stuff. Right. And our, ba- our public bathroom was downstairs, and because these two gentlemen and I—well, actually three of them—were you know uh, registered sex offenders, I had to I had the obligation to go downstairs and literally sit in the bathroom with them when they would go to the restroom i had to go to the washroom <laughs> oh, wow. i had to go to the washroom i was just thinking about
1: how crazy that was um but I, uh, go uh ahead. okay i had an um back in the early 2000s i had an elder that i was studying with he was an older gentleman but what he did was he he did a lot of research into all different bible um translations you could say and uh he came out to me and told me right out, he says, you know, um, the way that the organization is, it's an easy way to brainwash people, and um, mm-hmm. it's, it's a way to cover up, you know, what the real truth is on, on certain topics, and he said, I don't know if I believe everything the Jehovah's Witnesses say, but I'm a Jehovah's Witness now, and he was an elder, and I always remembered that and I thought, you know what, he's right because you can convince people to believe anything they want if you're in charge. And yeah. and, and what they're doing right now, you know, or have done for many years is they're scaring them with the shunning and the uh, um, mm-hmm. disfellowshipping into staying and, and uh, the, the scaring them with looking into their own... Uh, research into the bible and stuff so yeah um we That's did what right? yeah i it, think
3: it's even more uh, sinister than that because you know they, they often criticize christian churches for scaring people with the whole concept of hell and and you know i i don't think it's a real overt scare with the jehovah's witnesses i i think a lot of it is just this constant reinforcement that this little group is right, and everybody else is wrong. Mm. And they're all teaching on the faithful and discreet slave.
1: Right. And now the governing
3: well, body since 2013 have said they are the slave. And mm. and people, you know, I know for myself, you know, after being in it for, you know, over 20 years, you've got a lot of emotional investment there.
1: Oh, definitely. And so
3: you don't even think of Yeah, you don't even think about... Um, the conscious thing of what happens if I leave type of thing it's it's so deeply ingrained in you that it's instinctual at that point. You know if somebody says something against the organization, your instinct is to yeah. defend
1: right yeah. and the worst part too is
4: what's even crazy
1: um the worst part too is uh, as somebody who's been uh in the Jehovah's Witnesses for a long time falls away or gets disfellowshipped or just disassociates himself and they actually find uh, god for real when you're outside of the jehovah's witnesses you get angry because you think of all that time you lost those years that you put in being a jehovah's witness not being good enough and always uh wanting to be better mm. and here it's that's not yeah, god's the reason, way the
2: reason the reason I started doubting was kind of more a doubting God thing rather than doubting the organization thing. Because, well, it's kind of doubting the organization thing because their whole doctrine says that um, God doesn't intervene in our lives because that would be him siding with Satan on that issue of sovereignty. So what? he would only be yeah you yeah like that, I've asked that and that's what they that's what they said from the platform like he doesn't intervene because it would be only supporting why would he make? Why would he uh, miraculously intervene and then support Satan's claim that his way of rulership is better and make things right. better for people? So he would be supporting Satan's claim. So that's why he doesn't intervene. Yeah. But then what's the point of praying that you get a blessing or that you arrive home safely or that you get better or whatever, if he can't intervene? Right. You know, so I was like, how can you have it both ways?
0: We and have, so right.
5: they're talking out of both sides of their mouths because but, during the um, the Russian investigation, uh, one of the governing bodies said that um, it was Jehovah who intervened to make sure that they got out of Russia on time. Because after you know they came down with the verdict, they pretty much said you you gotta you gotta leave, and they only had like two hours to get out of there. And they said it was Jehovah that blessed us to get us out of Russia on time.
6: Yeah. The body said that, Okay,
0: we have we have. Hold on, so we got we got two more callers here. We got one from McAllen, Texas. Who are we speaking to in McAllen, Texas?
6: Hello, this is Michelle.
0: Michelle. Okay, and we also have Towson, Maryland. Correct.
2: Hi, this is Karen. Karen. Hi, Karen.
0: Hi. Okay, so Michelle. Hey.
4: Hi. <laughs>
0: yes. Yeah. So you said you wanted to uh, give your story real quick.
6: Yeah. Well, I mean, my story is could possibly take a little bit of time, but I'm gonna try and keep it as short as I can. Okay. Um. Basically, I was born in. I was a born in Jehovah's Witness since my since I was in my mom's belly, pretty much. Um. I was always like doubtful of their beliefs. Mm-hmm. I never truly believed in, in anything that they would teach me. So, since I was a kid, I um, I pretty much knew that it wasn't the truth, and I started questioning things, and... Um,
1: oh, there's your first their, mistake.
6: <laughs> their organization is, is, is crazy. It's crazy, because um, as a child... Uh, you're deprived of a lot of things. They take away a lot of a lot of a lot of things that you should experience as a child. And when you grow up as a teenager, they take away your opportunity to be in high school as well. I was homeschooled for my since I was like in eighth grade. They homeschooled me, and uh, I asked for it though because unfortunately, what happened to me, and this is my story i was uh sexually abused by my brother for oh, wow. a couple of years and he was a, a regular pioneer at the time oh, and um it it i didn't understand what was going on i was too young and um the unfortunate thing was that our our mother was single she was single and she would put on these old poppers on on the tv when we were kids and he would watch that he would imitate the dances that he would see on them and whatnot. And, um, I think that's how it started okay. where he would watch the nasty stuff happen on the shows and he wanted to try them out or whatever. And he ended up doing that stuff with me. But what pisses me off the most is now I'm fellowship because I went about it and I kept telling the elders what had happened and my mom made it seem like i was crazy she's still in denial oh, so this day t- today we fought really ugly about it um we continue to t- to speak of these things and i keep telling her once i get the chance you understand that you're an accomplice to what is going down
1: oh definitely like,
6: she has she has no idea that that cult is brainwashing them
1: yep
2: she keeps
6: telling me, "Oh, you like it. That's why you let it happen."
2: And it's like, "No, Oh I my didn't. goodness! Your mother said that okay. to you? Yes. Today?
6: To a couple a couple of days ago, actually.
2: Oh my so god! I to I to think, her I'm so sorry. It was. That's got yeah, be so hurtful. I can't imagine. Well, the well th- yeah, I can actually. Terrible, but <laughs>
1: I'm. So, well, well, the I, thing, I thing I that feel, we're
2: I I feel for you,
1: Michelle. Michelle, the thing was, uh, we're yes. finding out. Uh, from a lot of ex-Jehovah's Witnesses, is the actual organization itself are the real apostates that uh, you read about in the Bible, where the uh, where exactly. the sheep, the sheep, the sure. sheep yeah. amongst the uh, or the the wolf amongst the sheep is actually the organization itself, the Jehovah's Witnesses. Um, one of the points uh, I brought out before was uh, Westcott and Hort is the uh, actual. Um, the ones the ones who drew up the new world translation as far as the uh, new testament it, uh, westcott and hort has ties to satanic cults and uh, this is what the jehovah's witnesses are using for their bible and yet they now, call how do you, everyone how do you else.
2: recognize how do you prove that to a jw like is that in the it's not in the bible it's not in the new world translation
1: well um,
2: new world translation westcott westcott, westcott and hort connection or-
1: you know what I would do if I were you, if you ever have another Jehovah's Witness uh call or knock on your door, is um, go online and get the information that I just told you about Westcott and Hort and copy it off and show them. And even though they will not believe you, at least you know you did your part in telling them uh where, where they really are at. They're actually under Satan's rule and they don't okay. realize it.
0: Um but then again you know. but then again, we could just all be atheists, and everything would be a whole lot better no <laughs> we, wouldn't, we, wouldn't, we wouldn't have to We're worry
2: agnostic you know uh
0: now hold on we have we have somebody from towson, Maryland. what's your name again
2: This is Karen
1: Karen yes Karen did you have did you have a, did you have a story also did, did you tell your story yet, um. Karen?
2: I have not. I became a Jehovah's Witness when I got married. Um, my mother-in-law was a Jehovah's Witness, and she um, There you go, answered a lot of I was raised Catholic.
1: That's
4: mother in law for you. <laughs> How long ago was that? <laughs> um, back in 1979.
2: Oh, wow. She answered, she answered a lot of my questions, and she opened her Bible and answered the questions for me, and I wasn't familiar enough with my Bible to know mm. that she was manipulating the information, but um, I left the organization when I was in a situation with domestic violence, and I couldn't leave my husband. I was encouraged to stay with him, and uh, when I finally left and went to court, and the district attorney said that uh, it was just a messy separation and that I wasn't going to divorce him because I had told him, he asked, why couldn't you divorce him? And I said, because I'm a Jehovah's Witness, and I can't. So he told the judge not to even listen to the case and at that day I realized in order to protect my family, my children, I had to leave the organization and I did.
1: My Yay. My I was
6: back.
2: <laughs> hey, um yeah,
1: was congratulations that
6: for
2: that. Yeah, no kidding. I just kind of muddled along. Um and, and you know, couldn't speak with anyone from the organization, slowly made new friends and uh, rebuilt my life, but wasn't until recently a friend of mine who also eventually had the strength to walk away and has done a lot of research, kind of opened my eyes to a lot of the horrific things that happened, like the sexual abuse that um, the other lady just shared with us. It's horrific how they mm-hmm. cover up for each other.
1: Yes, they do. Hey, um... Well, can I ask you something? Yeah, go ahead, Ron. I
4: was going to this is the, I was going to show I because, haven't been raised around this organization. This is, it's the weirdest thing. After I finally was removed for asking the wrong questions and expecting the right mm-hmm. answer, um, mm-hmm. this is the cleanest my conscience has been in my whole life. Oh, amen to that, Ron. Amen to <laughs> that. It's the weirdest that. thing, but this is the cleanest it. my mm-hmm. conscience has ever been. I don't feel yes. guilty because I know that, I'm, that what I got removed for this it was me standing up to a bully right and my con- mm-hmm. conscience yep. is literally there's thoughts that i used to have when i was in the organization that i wouldn't act on right but exactly. now my con- that influence is gone hey uh if that, if le- that makes any sense yeah. and the only I'm Absolutely,
2: that, ron mm-hmm.
4: yep hey let me ask you guys anyway. point, go,
1: <laughs> let me ask you guys this i know that there's been a society Hello? Let me ask everyone real quickly. Ron? Yeah. Let me ask everyone real quickly. It's been 10 years for me since I've been uh, associated with the Jehovah's right, Witnesses, Lord. but still, sometimes I struggle with like Christmas or. -hmm. A certain holiday. Do any of you have issues with that? Oh yes,
2: I
6: do.
1: Who want
4: to go first?
6: I feel very (laughs) insistent. Mine is (laughs) very. Since I was in fellowship very recently, um, I'm barely experiencing all these holidays. So I'm trying to see which one I like, which ones I don't like, which ones I agree with, which ones I don't agree with. So it's it's pretty difficult. It gets difficult along the way, but. It gets easier, I guess. Your conscience yeah. starts to it does. let go it does. of all of your thoughts of what they taught you. Like you can't celebrate birthdays because somebody's head's gonna get chopped off. It's like, um, <laughs> no, that does not happen. <laughs> so it it was things like that for me. Um,
1: there's one one thing I can uh, say about the Jehovah's Witnesses is Christmas as a Jehovah's Witness is a yeah, I'm going to have to be quiet. Christmas as a Jehovah's Witness. Okay, okay we'll mute you. No, I'm listening. I'm listening. Now, Christmas as a Jehovah's Witness. Okay. Go ahead. Are you guys ready now? No, ready. <laughs> I'm listening. I'm listening. Christmas All right. as a Jehovah's Witness <laughs> was a hell of a lot cheaper than it is now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, hey, I, I want to remind everybody who's online here right now with us, Please um, subscribe to our channel Definitely. because it is sounding like we need to do another show. Mm-hmm. We need to do, do another show, Hot and I'll tell you what. KW. Right now, I'll schedule it. <laughs> yep, April twenty-second. How does that birthday. sound? We're, we're going to do another show. If you
2: hey, mine's the seventeenth. That's
1: why we're doing it.
2: <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> and, and that's the other reason why we're doing it. Yes. Okay, but no, I, uh,
0: have a, a I actually
1: have to go to Easter dinner. <laughs> right.
0: Uh, Michelle, I want to ask you, uh, uh, what's the weather like in McAllen right now?
6: The weather is, is uh, it's very hot. <laughs> it's kind of funny right now.
0: Okay, because I'm I'm originally from Corpus Christi, Texas. Oh
6: wow, that's nice. Right. So, yeah, it, you. So you already right, know how the weather in the
0: valley. Well, yes, but I've been up here in Wisconsin for a number of years. Uh, I have people that live in uh, Raymondville, mm-hmm. Raymondville, Texas. Yes, so I have a lot of relatives down there.
6: Yeah, the weather's always
0: changing but,
5: uh, here. Yeah, like I... <laughs> hey, can I just share something very quickly? <laughs> like you I said... in from we, Colorado. We, we, very quickly... Um, you sure can, When I was care. a teenager, and there was an elder, and I, I've shared this before, but there was an elder that um, was trying to, you know, take me underneath his wing for some reason and wanted me to get baptized. And I said the reason why I didn't really want to get baptized, Now I was like 13, I didn't want to get baptized because religion seemed too much tit-for-tat. And he said, "Well, what do you mean by that?" I said, "It seemed like people only want to get baptized to get through Armageddon." I said, "Can't we just get baptized just to serve God, just to love God? If Armageddon never happens?" And he kind of looked at me and he stepped back because he's right. like six two or six three. And then he whispered to me, "He said, Karen, be real careful who you say that to because you could be accused of apostasy." Mm.
6: <laughs> That's what
1: right, they do. right?
6: Crazy, right?
0: One of
1: the, well, um, w- once again, I'm going to ask everyone to subscribe to this channel. We are going to do another show April 22nd. We want every one of you to come oh back here. Oh. Um, we got to cut this sh- short pretty soon because, uh, hey, i got Easter dinner oh. coming. Hey,
3: so
5: baby I'm going to celebrate please? April Fool. Because, you know, Julie just forwarded me the, the calling number.
4: Right, right. And I don't know what the... Okay. I honestly don't know what the best is either. So if you, you know, I, I, I've just just go on the, like the search
0: stuff. engine yeah just go on the search engine of YouTube and type in two guys and a mic
1: and we should be on the very <laughs> oh, okay. top okay. it's the podcast <laughs> right
0: two guys yeah two guys and a mic podcast is what it's called
1: yeah but we're we're definitely gonna uh, do another show april twenty second <laughs> oh. and if you subscribe you'll get a a message on your phone yeah uh,
6: you
1: to to remind you that we're going to be doing the podcast. And uh, we definitely want all of you back. Uh, we want to be able to speak to... We didn't get much time to speak to Maggie, uh, Annie, uh, Ron... Uh, no, not Ron, Bob. Bob, we didn't get much time to talk to you. Julie, can you say one more time about the website where you're helping ex-Jehovah's Witnesses?
2: Sure, you can go to the number 4 for Jehovah.org or also for witness.org um, both of those websites are, are tied together and um, have a lot of information so if you you know don't have an opportunity to call in or go on facebook and talk to people there's information on there for you to read thank you so. you say thank you too
4: um,
1: i want i want a, another shout out to the unreluctant uh, in the UK, he's a good friend. He's uh, trying to get Jason to become a Christian, and hey, good luck with that one. On I just want to say to em-
0: I just want to say to everybody, uh, happy Easter to all our happy Easter to all our Christian friends. Happy April Fool's Day to all our non-Christian. Friends.
1: <laughs> and doesn't that so- doesn't that sound right? The atheist is April Fools. <laughs> Same to you. So one more time, I want to say uh, thank you, Julie, Bob Gray, Karen. April, Grapevine Annie, Maggie, Ron, Michelle. Wow. Uh, did did I miss anybody?
2: Another Karen.
1: There's
4: a lot
0: of
2: people.
4: Yes.
1: Another Karen. Yes.
4: Oh, there's Karen.
0: there's uh, two
1: Karen two one and Karen two. Okay. <laughs> I thought there were two um, in there. April twenty second. I want to see everybody back on the show. We can only have ten people on the conference line. So. Yeah, but you can chat. Get on the chat line. You can get the chat too. Also. Okay. We want want to thank everybody for being here. Subscribe to our channel; that way, you get the alert on your phone. All right. uh, that that this show is coming done up. Done and done. All right. And I also want to want to let uh,
0: Karen from Towson, Maryland, when she comes back on again, you can give your testimony on that. And also, Michelle, you can finish off the testimony you were giving. too. Yeah,
6: sure. Yeah. I w- and Ron, we, we want to
1: know your progress. Thank okay. you. Ron, we want to know how your progress is okay. in a couple of weeks. Yeah. And I, hopefully I won't be in the hospital the So time. April Yeah, 20- <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're hoping. And uh, <laughs> we'll pray for you. We'll think for you.
2: Okay? I love that saying, <laughs> by yeah. the
1: way. And Bob. I love
2: it. I wanted to be sure with Bob, <you.
1: laughs> Bob, thank you for the – Bob Gray, thank you for praying for uh, uh, Ron for us. Much appreciated. And yeah. uh, I guess we're going to – yep. Um, yep. Uh, you you might be an ex Jehovah's Witness, but you still have God in your life, and uh, we can still come together for that. And that's what's important. Mm-hmm. So keep on the lookout
0: for next week. The flying next week we're doing uh, Reverend Dylan Elsteck will be on the show for the Church of the Flying for a, for Spaghetti Monster. Oh, cool. So if you have any questions, if you have mm-hmm. any questions for Reverend Dylan, there's a time to to
1: ask. J.W. Suicides, hi, just popped up. Oh, hey. Tell her my (laughs) Uh, Mango Bango says hi. (laughs) Mango Bango says hi, J.W. Suicides. Um, We will, like I said, April 22nd, we'll be on again. this this uh, show got cut short just because I I gotta leave. So right, <laughs> we want to thank everyone for being on the show. We'll
2: have a wonderful meal. Thanks we want to so thank much.
1: everyone for being on the show have a good today. One, yeah. Thank you. Yes, talk you're to all you're later. very welcome.
2: Actually, we should
1: be thanking you all guys. All right,
0: for okay.
6: goodbye. goodbye. Thank you. Y'all Bye. have a good one.
0: You're quite welcome, Michelle. Everybody Bye. have a wonderful day.
2: Yes. too. Right. happy April School okay. and happy Easter.
0: April 22nd. 20- <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Happy Easter April. Bye-bye. All right.
1: Bye. Bye-bye. Well, that was a really good show. We got a lot of lot of response today. Uh, actually, very, very good.
0: Yes, it was very good. Uh, to JW Suicides, who just popped on, uh, April 22nd, we'll be doing another show. And, uh, the Unreluctant, thank you. How did you know, first of all, to the Unreluctant, how did you know that I was wearing slippers?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he's got pretty stinky feet in the studio, let me tell you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> funny guy. He's well, a funny guy. Maybe one of these days I'll make it to England and see the Unreluctant for myself. There you go. But my bango bango, thank you very much, everybody. Julie, Bob, Karen, Angel, April. Great by Annie, Maggie, Ron, Michelle, and Karen. Yes, thank you, for thank coming you on. very much. And like I said, uh, I've got a webcam in your bedroom.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Hey, uh, anybody listening too, If you oh. can uh, read up on uh, crisis of conscience, uh, and then uh, reply back to us uh, at our next show, uh, what you've learned, you know that'd be good.
0: Yes, and also uh, for the non-Christians out there, even the people who are thinking of that have been shunned from Jehovah's Witnesses and don't know where to go. I would suggest God is Not Great by Christopher Hitchens. That is a wonderful book from the atheist side, of course. Of course. (laughs) Um, I suppose we should wind this up. Yes, we're going to wind this up. So for two guys and a mic, I'm Jason.
1: And I'm Dan.
0: And uh, happy Easter to uh, all our Christian friends. And happy Easter and April Fool's Day to all our our non-Christian friends. Or non-Christian friends. Okay, non-Christian friends. friends. Because there are uh, not not just atheists. But anyway, everybody have a wonderful day. We will see you next week when the Reverend Dylan Elstock will be here from the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Don't miss that. Subscribe to our channel. And please comment because we love to... to, uh, We love our comments. We love our comments. We love to read them. And, of course, April 22nd will be... The Jehovah's the, Witness, no, ex-Jehovah's oh, Witness. I'm sorry, April 15th will be uh, Elder Bob Corshane. From Meadowbrook Church. From Meadowbrook Church. He's a apostolic Pentecostal preacher. Yep. Or elder, elder. 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 So don't miss that. Like I said, subscribe so you can get the alerts. And we will see you next Sunday at 3 o'clock.